When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Turn up your volume, because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Simmer down with Sean Simpson. Brady Kachuk with the tip, his 100th goal in his 300th game, and it's a Gordie Howe hat trick to tie it. The Sickest Ottawa Senators Podcast. It's gonna be sick. Hey everyone, um, unfortunately we have some uh, bad news today that Sean cannot make it due to an emergency family issue, so it's just me on today, um, this is a little new for me, I haven't really done anything quite like this, only uh, 15 hours into my podcast career, so bear with me, um, love to take some questions today, answer those um, if possible, um, let's just try and roll with this and see how long we can go and we'll take it from there. And I think we should start off kind of with a recap. I think Sean would, uh, ask me what I thought of last week's game. So we'll start there. Um, and I, and I think obviously it's not a great, uh, great game. I thought there were some really good moments of the game because they played super well, um, at the start and then it's just breakdown after breakdown. Um, so from there, you know, like the first goal, you lose the draw. You don't get to your man. Um, fine, I'll deal with that. The offside, that really sucks. Um, I think, you know, they, they they didn't really handle adversity well there. They had a great cycle. It was one of their best shifts of the game, obviously. And then they, um, you know, don't get that goal. And they kind of just crumble. They, they let in the next goal. Um, and, and that hurts. Um, I think that's something this team needs to work on over time. It's just building that uh, resilience to adversity throughout the game. Um, and they're a young team, so that will happen uh, over time, I think, um, with the character guys that they have. Um, but then, but you really, really need to bear down after something like that and not allow the momentum of the game to kind of, you know, go in the other team's hands. Um, tip in on the second goal. Um, you should not put yourself in that position. Um, third goal turnover in the neutral zone, not hard on the puck in your own zone. Um, and then the fourth chance off a draw allows, you know, kind of like a two on two, half two on one right off the face off, not ready, not hard. Um, then you start to wonder where the timeout is. Um, something that I know fans have talked about in the past might be a little more difficult because you want to have that challenge in your back pocket. Like the Islanders use that challenge to get the golf side call. Um, but momentum in a game is everything. Um, I don't, I don't believe in there's massive momentum from game to game, especially like in regular season, sometimes in the playoffs there is, but um, you need to kind of be ready. You need to reset your, your guys, especially whenever, you know, they just dealt with what they did and show they weren't ready uh, to basically, um, be ready for the next shift. Um, and then you have G with a massive, massive shift, big four check, gets the guys going another good, smart four check, uh, for the next goal. And you're up for, you're down for three, which is like, I think you're, 
in a good position. You scored the last two goals, and then it's just you know a brutal bounce on the killer. Is a killer with the point shots. Um, you know they're they're defending on those point shots isn't great. Um, I think there needs to they're kind of just facing the shooter and just hoping for the best. Um, where I think you need to maybe defend the stick sticks a little better. Defend with the body. Um, sometimes when the puck heads to their D man, um, Ottawa's defenseman or low forward kind of move up too quickly instead of watching their man. Um, so that's something that they need to work on, I think. Um, just overall defending. Managing the game, I think, is almost more than defending. Um, just being smart about what's going on in the game, where you're at in the game, and, and managing the puck and managing – you know, what you're doing off the face-off. There's a couple of times off the face-offs, they were not very good. Um, and I don't mean the guy losing the draw. It's it's the wingers having issues, the D-men not ready. Um, so it's just being ready to play, um, I think. And and I'm not sure why that is because, you know, they, they do say they want to play for DJ. And, and it looks like sometimes they're just not ready. So is that on the coach? Or at some point, these guys are in the NHL. It's on the players. Um that said, you know, it's a new game tonight. Um, and, and just like, you know, talking about defending, Florida has 2.9 goals per game versus Ottawa's 3.69, and the record's much, much better. So, um, can like, it just shows in this league that you need to defend. You need to defend. You need to defend. Um, you need to manage, manage the puck, manage the game. Um, Ottawa's at their best when they um, shoot, get good shoot-ins, getting on the four check um, that opens up the ice to carry the puck in, in the future. Um, but it's, it's not consistent enough, unfortunately. Um, but, but I think me and the fans see how good it can be when, when it is going well. And, and we have those expectations. Now they're a younger team. Sure. But, but you have to have high expectations or, or else you just never achieve those uh, get to the level that you want to get to um, as a team. So um Tonight, I think, you know, Florida's playing that hard game. Uh, they, you know, I think they jumped on Matthew Kachuk's back last year. He drags you into the fight. Um, and I think they've carried that. It's it's becoming their identity, something that the Senators don't really have right now. Um, but it also took Florida a long time, too, and, and a trade for a really good player to, to become that. But they got a, they got a good team here Um you know, obviously Barkov can play against any center in the league. On the back end, Ekblad, I thought, was really, really good before his last injury. Not this past injury, but the injury before. We'll see how he bounces back. Um, you know, main, uh, uh, they just have some big, some bigger D to fill out those spots as well. So it's going to be a hard game, but that that might be good for the Ottawa Senators to drag them into the fight here and, and get back to the basics and just, you know, play a good, hard, purposeful game. Um yeah, it, it's it's not a must win, but it is. It's a must win. You don't play till Friday. You're at home on a Monday night here. Uh, Florida, I think, maybe lost two in a row. So it's it's a it's a big game. Um, Going to expect a lot out of Brady Kachuk tonight. Um, lead by example against his brother. Um, you know, Stutzel's look seems to be like he's dealing with an injury. Uh, not taking many faceoffs at all. He's you know, but there is some time here. So if, if he's going to get better, it is smart to kind of use this time. Um, but he's probably dealing with an upper body injury. Um, so, you know, like 
it's it's time for others to step up here. Um, the lines, you know, we're going to, it looks like it's going to be Kachuk, Stutzel, Giroux, Joseph Norris, Norris Batherson, Kubelik, Charche, Tarasenko, Kelly, Highmore, McEwen, uh, Gerventi set, sent down, and obviously Matt Sogard sent down. Um, it'd be nice to have Charche on that fourth line and someone to fit like a, you know, a guy like Pinto in that uh, third line role, or obviously Greg. I think then your lineup looks much more complete. I, I think Tarasenko doing him a disservice playing him with who he's playing with. But at this point, I think Giroud needs to play with Stutzel for faceoffs. Norris is playing, and Norris and Joseph, Joseph's playing with Norris and Batherson to get them going, I believe. Um, so they're trying to, you know, have two of those good lines. Third line, I mean, Kublik, Sharche, Tarasenko, if they could just manage some possession and, and just win win shifts, I, I think that's good. And then your fourth line, I mean, that's a flip there. Um, Jarventi, now being sent down, I, I think at times you start to look comfortable. He's just a, just a just a light kid right now. Um, he needs to kind of get stronger, but I do you do see his ability um, with the puck at times. Is he does have some poise at times and, and can make plays, but it's just not consistent enough yet because he is so light on the puck, um, losing battles and stuff. That's back to just getting stronger, as I always talk about these young kids, and and it's it's more evident than ever um you know these are men in the league um they come in um a little light and, and that's okay it's uh, it takes time but that'll give that should give him a little taste of of the nhl um in a longer stretch than he's played in it before and, and that that hopefully will motivate him um and, and i'm sure it will so um yeah i i think it's just a big game um in nets, I mean, Forsberg wasn't great the other night. Um, you know, Mike Kelly talked about needing a save. Definitely need a save. Um, last game to just settle the boys down, and, and you didn't necessarily get that, which is too bad. I, I had hopes that he was going to continue um, his Sweden uh, game right into Friday, but that's a big, big kind of lag in between games, so it's harder for a goalie to stay hot. Um, and that's why, like, you know, December is going to be a tough schedule, but – Ottawa hasn't got to play a ton of back-to-back or back-to-back games or, you know, game every two nights. So I think that could be good for them just to kind of get into a, a rhythm. Um, you know, so obviously December will be big um, and it'd be nice to kind of get a win um, tonight to kick off December. Um, yeah. And, and I think we could kind of maybe jump into some questions here. Um is there a lack of identity on the coach or the leadership of the team? Yeah, at times, yeah, I, I think so. I think I think it was going the right direction. Um, you know, when once you got Brady here and, and that tough, hard to play against Senators with with some skill up front, um, the back end having ability uh, to get the puck up the ice um, and and a good forecheck, but it's it just it's not consistent enough anymore um, for me and life anything you do is about consistency, you know? Um, and, and we're all guilty of not being consistent um, all the time, but these are pro athletes that make a lot of money. Um, I think, I think consistency is, is a massive issue. And, and whether that stems from the coach fully or the players itself, I think, I think you, they have to look in the mirror and, and realize that, that they need to be better day in and day out. Um it's, it's hard. Like, uh, you know, it's, we could beat the, the dead horse to say it's a great league and it is, but, but 
other teams seem to do it. Um, maybe they're a little farther on in their progression of a team, but, but you know, there's like Buffalo is kind of going through that. Detroit's had a little ups and downs. They're back on an upswing, so it looks better for them. They're, they've also got some goaltending uh, again, but it's 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 tough. But it, it's time to bear down for the Sens, and 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 it feels like we're going to be saying that all year until they finally do, whether if they figure that out or not. Um, but you almost have to overemphasize the defensive side of the puck to kind of get it into their heads and it's maybe like almost like a golf swing, you know, so sometimes it might get worse before it gets better in a sense, which is a little scary because the NHL is to win games. It's, it's not to be practicing the defensive side of the puck, but at, at this point I, I'm not really sure what else to do. Um, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I think in practice, you know, I, I don't know. I, I wish I was at practice. Um, I used to go to practice with Brian and, and you just get a more of a feel um, of what they're doing and how they can improve. Um, but so I could only go on what I see on the ice and it, it's, it's not great. Um, it's, it's consistent breakdown after breakdown. Um, and there's no accountability for the most part after and it's hard because there are injuries. So who are you going to play? You're you're going to try and ride your big guns um, as long as you can until um, you're out of a job, I, I guess. And you don't want to lose your job by sitting guys down and and losing games big because your big guys aren't playing. But but there becomes a point. It's to deter the the stuff that is going on right now. Um, so so things need to change, obviously. Um, yeah, I think I think there needs to be a coach that demands demands excellence, that demands two sides of the ice, both sides of the puck, demands you take care of your defensive responsibilities and and empower these guys to play that side of the puck and and, and make them care about that side of the puck and and empower them and give them a more of a role and a defined um, defined role of what they want in their own end. And, and then they, then they could be proud of that too. Right. So if you have a goal and a role, I think you can be a little more proud of your defensive side of the puck. Um, and then offensively, I'm, I'm, I'm good with, you know, working on some stuff offensively to like allow the free flow of the game, you know, just working on like little give and goes and just give, so you have ideas when you're on the ice. I don't, I don't need to, I don't think you need to coach the offensive side of the puck as long as your defensive side of the puck is good. Um, I think naturally you'll break out with support and, and then the, the game will flow a little easier too. If you take care of your own, own zone and kind of break out as a unit. Um, yeah, that's, it's kind of how I feel right now. Um, what about the goalies? Forsberg is near the worst save percentage in the league. 
Um, yeah, so Trevor, I agree. I just saw that stat. He's, I think, top five in expected goals against two, like, in a bad way. Um, Corpus Allo obviously being hurt. I jumped the gun probably a little bit last time thinking, um, you know, the injury might be a little longer. I thought, you know, so after Forsberg's performance, I thought Sogard would have been great to see him play and start tonight. I thought that would have been a great opportunity on a Monday in Ottawa. Um, he's been playing well in Belleville. Sometimes a hot hand is just good to go. He's proven he can be a goalie in this league. Um, for his long-term development, it's better to go play a bunch of games because that's what he needs. But, um, yeah, I, I think if Corpus Allo could get in, he's feeling healthy. I think we, could, I think that would be um, him rolling there. I think you just let him take the bull by the horns at this point. Um, if that's if that's the two goalies we have, but but I, I definitely think Sogard is uh, worth a call up for a game. Um, he's proven that he's played well in the last year and then this year in Belleville. So what's not to like about that? I think you um, could just give a jolt to the team too, um, but cap issues, all that stuff plays that comes into effect, unfortunately, um, which, you know, leads to, do, are they going to have to trade a guy here? Um, hmm. Kubelik seems like the easy guy out. Um, I don't know if you can do anything on the back end. I think, you know, if you're, you're getting into some tougher decisions um, if you have to do that. So, Unfortunately, I, I, I don't mind Kubelik at all, um, especially on his, like, you know, one-year deal. Um, there's a team I got to think that would take Kubelik, even a team like, um, you know, maybe just outside the playoffs. Or if you're a bad team, why wouldn't you want a guy like that um, that can just round out your roster, that's scored goals before? Um, and then, you know, obviously I, you hear Chicago on Twitter and, and other people talking about it. That that. To me, that that could be an obvious move um, there. You know, losing Taylor Hall, just adding to your lineup for them. Um, Corey Perry situation is uh, not sure what's going on there. Hopefully, everything's okay um, with him and his family. That's a Tim Murray, Brian Murray, and their group pick. Um, so, always was a big fan of him. And how could you not be? Uh, just the way he plays, he you know he drags guys into the fight, scores goals, wins cups, won everywhere he played, um, and you know was brought in there to help guide the younger crew along, and and uh, so I just hope everything is all right there. But um, yeah, back to the goalies. I think you, I think you're going to have to do something here if Forsberg can't get going. Unfortunately, this is the NHL. We don't have time right now to, to to wait so we need to win uh we need to win games um all right let's go to the next this is all right here i think i think we're, we'll manage doing this who will win a cup first toronto or ottawa i might have missed one uh we can always go back <laughs> ottawa um i just think they're set up we, I talked about this on a high level the other other day, and, and uh, too bad we didn't kind of wait for a day like this. But I think I love where Ottawa's at long term. Um, I think they just need to make some good moves here, as any team does. But I think they're set up to, to do well. I think they got the goalies of the future. I think they have a good back end. Um, 
if they need to tweak it, they can get out a deal. They can get out of every contract there. They, I know they have to sign Chikorin. You have Shabbat, who some people say you need to trade, but depending on how much the cap goes up here, I, th I think you're fine. And if you have guys like Clevin filling in roles, JBD, if, if you want, um, I, you know, I, I think uh, Hamnick is there one more year. Um, I, I think he's becoming redundant at this point, especially if, uh, if Clevin can play full time next year, so so I think I think, and then your forwards obviously like your big guys are locked up long term at at, at great great money. Um, you know it kind of fell into their lap with COVID and the cap not going up when these guys were ready for their new contract. You know if the cap was going up every every year during their time to sign. Um, I think you'd be looking at higher contracts and that's kind of what the Leafs had happened to them. They signed guys before COVID. Um, and then obviously the cap not going up, they were a team that was really expecting it to go up and that's why they made those signings. So, so a team that's a little harder, a team in a better position in the future. Um, I think the, I think Ottawa sets up for that um to to win a cup first um i think i think it's gonna and you know when you talk about a cup winning team what do we think of we think of a a really good coach we think a team that could play defensively um we think of a team that has a good center ice a team that can be physical so we have some of that but we need to maybe clean up some of the other parts and, 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 and I, that's, I don't want to be knocking DJ and just keep harping on that. Um, I've talked about it before. Um, I think realistically in, in, in any franchise development, you're going to have to get rid of your coach that, that kind of did the rebuilding phase and, and it is what it is. Um, you know, I've seen family members get fired. It sucks, but, that is life. You, it's all perspective. You got to coach in the NHL for five years, making really good money. You're doesn't mean you're not getting another job again. You're going to be better at your job next time. And it's all the balls in his court. If it happens to just go and, and become a better coach and, and get another job. And, uh, and if I was a team, I would, you know, I would seriously look at hiring DJ after, um, you know, if, if he got let go from Ottawa. Um, now, would there be some questions I have to ask him? Sure. But um, there's going to be questions he asks himself and, and he's going to, he's going to improve. I got to think. And, and, and maybe he gets the ball going here with the Sens, but it's, it's been so consistent with these guys that you can't really trade these players at a, you know, you see people talking about trading Batherson and, and I don't want to trade a guy when he's, he's down and, low so so you're you're it's uh you're damned if you do damned if you don't so it's you know as they say it's a lot easier to get rid of a coach than 20 21 players so unfortunately um that's typically how it goes and and that's the game so who do i pick to win a cup first ottawa um is their lineup good enough once pinto greg shabbat get back can we fix all the weakness internally i think so i why, why not? Um, we haven't got to see it much, but at the start of the year, they're rolling. Um, I think that would do a big 
like the lineup alone, I think is good enough to win games despite their coaching efforts or, or whatever. Um, so obviously that's going to help. I think, I think Greg and Pinto are both two way guys. I think uh, both intelligent. Um, so, so that's naturally going to help. I, I mean, people have knocked Shabbat a lot this year. Um, you look at his event at the event stats for the sense since he's been gone, it hasn't been good. Uh, maybe a little surprising to me as well. You know, um, obviously I am a little biased due to my love of Shabbat with being involved in drafting him. He was in the Quebec league. It's a first, first round pick. So everyone's involved. Uh, I'm not taking credit for that by any means. Um, but I was a big fan of him, um, as we all were. Um, and it was a good pick. Um, the guy continued to get better. I mean, I think he won. Um, best defenseman at the or best player at the world junior championship as a defenseman. Not many do that, and that's usually a good barometer of how they're going to do as a pro. He came in, he was pretty good. Um, I think built up bad habits over time, and and maybe uh, wanting his ice time to you know his efficiency to be maxed. So so he started to play a different way. Um, bad habits are sometimes tough to break, um, but they are breakable. So. Um, Hopefully he comes back and, and just kind of takes that defensive approach, move the puck simple, uh, skate it out of trouble if need be, and then and then from there just kind of build the rest of your game out. Um, but I think I think that would do a lot for the Sens if he can kind of come in and, and be that uh, a good presence on the back end, and then obviously the two up front. I mean our, our lineup just transforms having even let's say you just put in Greg as the third line center on the lineup that I said before. That changes. That really changes your lineup. I mean, that that gets Tarasenko more involved. That brings that line. That that gives a little harder on the puck to that line. Uh, I mean, Greg's still a little light player, but he's he's so good. Uh, he's so smart. He can get in on the forecheck. I think that just that line would be a lot better. Obviously, having Greg over Charche. Um, and and no no fault at Charche. I mean, he, he's playing NHL games. He must be pumped for that. But uh, we're trying to, you know, make the playoffs here. Greg would go a long way there. Um, and then, you know, or, or vice versa with just adding Pinto into that third line spot would really help the team. So now you add two. I think you're flush with center ice, which is always good. Um, I know Simmer mentioned about Norris maybe moving to the wing um, when those two guys are back. And I, I think it gives you those options. Um, in my mind, I mean, it's never going that way, but if your forwards can play all positions on the ice, it just allows you to have a, uh, a lineup that's fluid. Um, when you're on the ice, you might be on the ice with another centerman. So if you're the last man back as a, as the guy that took the face off, knowing you're the other guy that typically plays center is out there and is the first man back, it allows you to just slide up to that wing and just kind of, your team defense is a little better. Um, it can't hurt having two center ice on, on almost every line because in theory, you should be better defensively. Now, are they going to pick up the puck on the wing uh, off the boards from the defenseman or, or like a kind of a 50, 50 puck. Now that's tougher because they didn't grow up doing, doing that. And that, that, that is a skill. Um, that's an underrated skill. Um, guys that are very good at that. I mean, Mark Stone was a star at that. Uh, Evander Kane's really good at that. He, you know, always able to get the puck out of his own zone if need be. 
um, from the wing. Um, so, so that's something that they'll have to work on uh, in practice, but that's easy to work on. I mean, you could just do that after practice and, and get many, many reps in right away and just feel comfortable. So, um, yeah. Uh, to, 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 are we getting cheated with effort as of late out shot out hit? I mean, that's, that's seems to be the game. I, we're always chasing the game, always chasing the game here. Um, and that's, that's partly the way they play, partly effort at times, partly intelligence at times. Um, cheating. There's, there's just lack of accountability. I, I don't know if, how deep they go into things in the video room. Um, I, I think you can have watched too much video. And I think sometimes coaches watch too much video and don't talk to their players enough. Um, but I think, I think this case is maybe the opposite. Um, I think, I think there's, there would be, it would be good to watch a good team, how they play um, and all their little things that they do to, to help you win. Um it's funny, like I, you know, Man U. Uh, so I'll talk soccer here for a quick second. They just had an 18-year-old play the midfield the other day. Um, another 18-year-old scored maybe the, the best bicycle kick ever um, in the Premier League, and he won man of the match. But the best player on the ice or on the field was the 18-year-old midfield. He just controlled the game, controlled the game, didn't cheat. This makes all the right little plays. Get you know back defensively and and all the players knew, you know, so you might not get credit for doing all those little things, I guess I want to say, but you, they help you win the game. Those, all those little, little, little battles, little, little stick checks, little being in the right position with your body, not letting a guy get to the net. And then when you get the puck making that little pass, all those things just build up and build up and build up and make your, make your, make the game a lot easier, but make your team uh, just have a little more success. And then, then you're possessing the puck more, which means, you know, you, you're, you're probably getting more shots. You're probably allowing them to not have as many chances. And it just kind of, it just builds and builds and builds almost like, you know, like a, like a pyramid. And, and it's, they, they're forgetting those little things um, and, and it's just not happening. And it, it's just not innate in them right now at times. Um, and, and how to build that. I think you really have to make an emphasis in, on that in practice and in the room and, 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 you know, practicing it's, it maybe it's smaller, smaller games to kind of keep away. Like, like Alfie was the best at it. Um, and because you practice it, right. So, so you're not going to improve on those things if you don't make, an effort to practice that stuff. Um, cheating, no accountability. It, 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 it's a bad, bad recipe and you're going to get outplayed. Um, and they're, and they have enough skill to just, to just counter that at times. And, and that's, what's the scary part is, is, you know, they can just go score goals and, and win games and not have to do that other stuff. And it's like, well, what if they did? What if, what if the Ottawa senators were good defensively win, manage games, understand what to do in certain situations and, and didn't get caught, caught cheating. Like on those face-offs, you know, they're not getting to where they need to be. Um, and, and then they go down and score. They're not ready. And so what if they were, and, and I think the sky's the limit for this team if, if, if they could. And that's, that's maybe the most frustrating part. Um, all right. We're at 30 minutes here. <laughs> Thank you for bearing with me. Um, 
Speaking of trades, not saying we should trade. We not saying we should, but would you trade Shabbat for a right hand D that makes less money? Would you solve cap issues again? Not saying we should. Okay, this one's a difficult one. I don't want to trade guys when the team's not performing. So I would be scared to. If you're if you're even planning on getting rid of the coach, which I'm sure they're talking about, you I don't want to make a trade yet. Now, in theory, yes, we need a right shot defenseman. So if you could just trade Thomas Shabbat for Thomas Shabbat right hander. 100%. That said, I, I don't want to trade guys when their values may be a little bit lower because the team's not as good and they've been bad for the last five years. You're, I think you're, you're, I think, I think if you're going to make a coaching decision, you, you finish out the year, unless something falls into your lap for a trade, you finish out the year, see how guys improved. Even if they didn't, did improve, you might say we still might make that deal, but maybe now, if, if you're trading them for a lesser player that's a right shot D with lesser money, maybe you get a, a, a first or a second or a third instead of, you know, a second, third or fourth along with it. I'm not, I'm not hypothesizing trades, but my point is you're going to get more or you're going to get a better player for these guys if they're performing better. Um, in team, like classic team makeup, yes, we want a right shot defenseman. Um, no question about that. Um, Chickering, Chickering was really good to start the year. He hasn't been as good of late. Um, so to trade Shabbat too, knowing that you're going to have to give, then you're going to have to give Chickering all more money than probably because he'll know he's the guy then, right? Too. So he's going to demand money. Now you could say he likes it here and all that, which is, I believe to be true. And I, I think he's a solid, solid player. Um, but, but you're just kind of, letting him ask for whatever he wants then too. But, but this decor, um, you know, Chris Tanev would be, I mean, he would be good on any team. I mean, he's, he's older and not as good as he was, but that's that mold of player um, that is just solid, hard to play against. Um, yeah. When, when Edmonton beat Calgary, uh, was it two years ago in the playoffs? I mean, all the players, on Calgary, you said, "Yeah, we didn't have Chris Tanev. Would have been a different series." Now, I don't, I don't think that's a good message to be saying, but, but I think that shows what that type of guy can do for your team. I think it can transform you, um, and and I think you could add those guys later in the rebuild too. I mean, Clevin's, Clevin's hopefully like that. Probably not as hard, but he's he's good. He's going to bring that to the team. If you can imagine, like a guy instead of Hamannik, you have a guy like Chris Tanev. This team's a lot better. Um, now, that would put you over the cap, correct? Um, but that's kind of where I see that mold going. So, so yeah, would you trade Shabbat for a younger right shot, Chris Tanev, or style uh, versus, and then have some extra cap space with Clevin up? You're probably pretty happy with uh, your team. And then, and, and you know, next year, you're going to lose Tarasenko potentially or signing them at the same amount of money you're losing Kublik, you're gaining cap um i think you wait to the off season to 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 decide what you really want to do there and and set out a plan um yeah uh to to to, to that full new movement clause to have minute is senseless obviously that's i don't know what we're doing there 
Um, let's go with the send stuff right now. If there's any more sends questions, um, then we could go into the league. How long do we keep DJ Smith? Uh, as long as you're winning. If you're winning, you keep him. If not, he's probably gone. Um, it's up to him and the guys. It's, you know, it's up to him and the guys right now to show what they're capable of. Um, but past performance that, you know, makes me think that it's not going to change, unfortunately. Um, and that's frustrating because we see the quality of the players on the ice. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to, he's going to go as long as he's winning. If, if they go in a losing streak, I got to think, I got to think something will happen. Um, because you don't want to have another lost season of bad habits. I, that does, does, you know, well, your pick, whatever, if it's seven to 15, it doesn't matter. I don't care. This team needs to get back to good, good habits. So whether that's DJ and you're winning or he's losing and you bring in a guy that's, you're going to have to do that. Um, and, and it, it, you know, that could be when you're, you're working on your golf swing for the rest of the year It's just going to work overemphasizing defensive side of the puck, building that natural defensive sense and, and want. Um, and, and then you come back next year, hoping that you're going into training camp with all the foundation that they've already built. And that's, that's if a season's lost, cause you're only trading or you're only getting rid of them if the season's done. Um, I don't think you wait till the off season to bring in a guy if possible. Um, you need to work on, you need to work on the good habits right away. So, um, so, so next season, you're not starting with another poor start. You're diving right into it. You're, you're rocking and rolling. So, um, yeah. Uh, how many of the next 10 do we need? We're at the bottom right now. It went seven of three, like, uh, like, let me just pull this up here. Uh, schedule. I think you need to win all your division games if possible. You know, you're going to the blue. So you're going, you're going Panthers. You want to win tonight, Friday, blue jackets. Got to win that one. Okay. You're, you're Seattle at home after coming back from the blues. Hey, it's a good team. You got to, but you got to win that uh, Rangers. Obviously I've, I've been, that's my bet to win the cup. They've been rolling. That'll be tough, but the Sens play them well. I think, um, you know, so it's a, it's a good schedule here. Some, some, some road teams. So I, I'm going seven to three, but you, your road, your road, your, sorry, your Western conference games. If you lose those, it's a little easier. Um, I want it seven to three to get us back going eight of, you know, if it's seven, six, two and one fine or sorry, that doesn't. So seven, two and one. Yeah. But they, they need to win. They can't just be winning one, you know, they can't just go six and four. It needs to be better than that. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. And, and that's, that's going to be for the rest of the year. And then those games against in your division, in your conference, you got to win those. There's a big emphasis on winning of those. Um, yeah, we need to go four and oh to get, uh, yeah. All right, Dwight. So we need to go four and oh to get 24 points at the 20 game mark. We are pretty much 
down three nothing in the playoff series. Got to run the table over the next four. Yeah, that's fair. Three and one will kind of, and then you're like, okay, we didn't have a great start, but here we go. That's just hope. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, they need to start winning at a good clip. This can't, you know, you can't just go, you can't just win, win two, lose one, win one, lose one, and lose two. Like, it's just, you can't, it's none of that shit anymore. It, it's time to bear down. And, and if you want to make the playoffs, if you want to make the playoffs, you got to win games in this league. I mean, uh, that's pretty simple. So, yeah. Uh, Chick is going to want 68 million with term. Fine. Fine. I'm, I'm good with that. I don't think you're going over 8 million. Uh, yeah. Doc, doctor, um, got to be careful with trades before coaching is solidified. Yeah. hundred percent completely agree. Um, you don't want to make a bad trade. Um, is Norris starting to become a worry? Okay. For me, it's always been a worry. That shoulder. Um, and then you miss a bunch of time. I'm not going to worry till about, you know, maybe six, seven more games. See if he can get this back. But yeah, it's a bigger contract. A contract that I would be worried about trading. If there's one contract on this team that I'd be worried about trading at times, it could be him. Uh, teams will be wary about his shoulder. Um, and he hasn't been playing great. Um, now we'll see. Can Joseph get, get, get him going tonight? I mean, that seems to be the trick lately. Um, whoever's playing with Joseph is rolling. So um, it'd be nice. You know, obviously, great kid. Um, has proven that he's a good NHLer. Um, just had some bad luck. And and I hope he he figures it out here. And, and I'm going to give him time to figure it out. I think he deserves that time to figure it out. Um, get rid of Brandstrom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I look at a team's makeup, that's a guy you could trade this year if, if it's, things are not going well. Um, when I think of a team in the playoffs, I don't think, of, or a team winning games in the playoffs, I don't think they have a branch from on their team. So take that as you will. Um, he's not hard enough. He's not dynamic enough with the puck. He doesn't shoot the puck well enough. I mean, he took that clapper for a goal, but that's it's a one-off. I don't think he's not a Vince Dunn. He's not a Tory Krug. He's not, he's, you could find a guy bigger to do what he does. Imagine not winning games with Drew Brady, Tarasenko, and Timmy on the team. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I, and and add other guys, Sanderson, Chickering. I mean, it's crazy. Um, but that that just shows you that what probably needs to be fixed. Um, but I don't want to be the guy just beating a dead horse here. I think we all know that something needs to happen, um, and that's structure or uh, a change in um, the staff. So. Um, Anthony's going to be at the game tonight. Uh, really hoping they don't come out flat. Yeah, you got to be ready to play. Um, that's consistent. 
they're consistently inconsistent this team um so they need to they just need to come out firing um and and, and it's the same thing we talk about all the time so it's it's insanity but these things need to be changed and and um i i gotta think a a, a great and when i say change with the staff i'm 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 picturing hiring a really good coach so you're not just changing the coach to just go hire someone you're not sure on either. So you got to be careful with that. There's some good coaches out there. Uh, you got to be sure. Um, you got to do your due diligence um, and 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 really, really, really be sure. This is a massive. It would be a massive hire for you. So you need to really, really, really be sure. Um, is there a no-brainer to keep both first rounders this year and give up 2025? 20, yeah, I think you're keeping right now. You want to keep, you want to, you're, you're just going to push that pick to when you're better. Um, hopefully, you know, you're, you're in the high up in the regular season standings and a good playoff team for that pick pushes. What, what I would say is you're, you're keeping these picks. You're either making the pick or making a really good trade for a guy with low cap space that helps you with a low cap hit to help your team win. Um, this to me, this team is. I didn't like the trade for Debrinket because I didn't think they're ready to win. I think this team, with the cap space and guys coming, I think this team is now ready to take the step for a good trade. If 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 it falls into your lap or you find a good trade, um, yeah. Uh, two, 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 sure. All right. I'm, uh, Positive note, what are some good habits we've seen from the team? Awesome. Um, ability to score. Uh, um, ability to just, you know, they, they, things could be going bad and they could just score goals. Um, so so I like that. This team could score. This, I'm never going to be worried about this team not scoring. Um, so that, Corpus Allo, individual performances at times, I'm, I'm really happy with. You know, Chikorin, I... He's been not as good of late, but he's been good. Sanderson's been good. So, so all these individual performances just aren't relating to a team performance right now. Um, Corpus Salo, I, you know, if he's back, back to normal here, uh, I, I'm happy with that signing so far. Um, yeah. Uh, who would I hire as a coach? I mean, ugh, it's tough. I mean, I obviously like Joel Quinville, but I think some shit has gone on with him. So, but that that style, that style of coach, I think. Uh, listen, you might hire a coach too uh, that that is going to get fired in a couple years because he's going to be so hard on the guys. But that's okay. Um, like Gerard Gallant. Um, I try Gallant maybe is a guy that he's going to be fiery. The guys are going to want to play for, but he's also going to demand, 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 demand. And that's what this team needs. You rise to expectations in life when you have, if you're good, you rise to expectations in life. If, if someone's on you and, and demanding, and then you set goals for yourself. So I think that needs to happen. I think this team can do that. Um, I see bring back Jacques Martin as an assistant coach. I'm hundred percent down for that. Um, I think you need the defensive minded coaches in here um, and, and just build that structure and they'll never forget it. That will do them two years. 
that will do them two years of, of hard. We'll do them 10 years of good. Uh, if that makes sense now. Um, yeah, that's yeah. That trade for Debrinka was horrible. Does the sales ride the season DJ if they roll 500? Uh, I think at some point, it, if you're rolling 500, you need to change it. If you can get a guy in that can focus on the defensive side of the puck. If you're going 500 and not making the playoffs, you need to focus on all the others. You, you need to focus on your game and get it ready for next year and build those good habits. Um, the fact that DJ couldn't game plan and take it. So this is from Chad, the fact that DJ couldn't game plan and take advantage of his team that's down two top defensemen with the first five minutes, very telling as a, his ability as a coach. 100% agree. In-game management, don't love. Um, I think that's a that's a really good skill to have that not many, not all coaches have and not many do. In-game management, being aware. You could get caught up in, in your lines, your matchups and all that and not even really know who's going. Um, I've seen it before. Um, and then there's some good coach. There's some average coaches that have good bench management too. So, um, it's, it's a skill. Uh, I think I, yeah, you're right, Chad. I think that shows, shows what, um, is lacking. Uh, and, and, and there's just no real changes. There's no foresight. There's no goals. There's no, this is what we want to do. What if there is, they're not doing it. So what does that tell you? Um, Around the league, uh, has Edmonton turned a corner winning their last couple? I, yeah, but they're the fire wagon hockey, and that's how it's going to be. They're going to get hot. Connor McDavid's playing well again, so um, yeah, they're probably going to win more games than they lose because of that. I mean, that's uh, when you have the best player in the world, um, that's what's lucky. So you're lucky to have that. So, um, I think, I think that's they're probably going to go on a little run here. Um, looks like Skinner played a little better. Still looking for a goalie if possible. So I, but I don't, there again, what can you do with that big contract in the minors? Jack Campbell was obviously no good when he went down. Um, I know he had one good game after I think three or four bad ones. Not sure where he's at. I'm, I'm sure they're hoping he returns to form. Um, but that's a little wishful thinking, I think. Um, and just around the league, I think, you know, uh, Bruins coming back down to life a little bit. Uh, Carolina, uh, I I'm, need a goalie probably. Um, Florida Panthers playing well, playing well. Um, Rangers, I mean, there's a good team. They're big D. Um, guys that can move the puck, but big D. Um, top line obviously is really good, but then they have a bunch of guys that go to work um, up front, you know. Um, Lafreniere. Obviously, he's really coming into his own. And that's why guys take time. Um, I was worried about him. I, I, you know, I saw him, I saw him play in junior, not in his draft year, but uh, he was a late birthday. So I saw him as a 17-year-old is when you see most uh, prospects. And, I mean, he was a superstar, but it was done on hard work, smarts, ability. And, you know, it wasn't like – he's obviously skilled, but – but he's just not like pure skill as in as other players maybe have. Um, but he's really coming into his own. He's going to work. Um, and it, it just takes some time. Um, and he's proven that. And then that's a guy that's going to help you win um, both sides of the puck, gets dirty, goes to the net, scoring goals. Um, obviously, we have Timmy Stutzel, so I'm quite happy with 
that. But uh, the Rangers are just a, a wagon right now, and and they're going to be until they're someone proves they aren't. Um, good goaltending. So yeah, um, the Eastern Conference has some good teams here. Um, what did you trade Bathurst and Shabbat and Corpusalo for Drysaitel and Campbell? I mean, oh, that's a tough one because I mean you're getting the best player, but then what the hell do you do for a goalie? And then you're the Edmonton Oilers. So I like to try and make a better trade or knowing that you can do something with having finding a goalie in the back end um, somehow. Because I don't think I don't think Sogard's ready to play a full year, but I think he should be playing game like if you can mix him in for a game or two every now and then when you need a like, you know, if if Corpus Allis hurt or something, I think uh, I, I'm not worried about that. But yeah, I'd be worried about long term, uh, long long term for a goalie if if you make that trade because um, that that Campbell contract. If there's an untradeable contract in the league, it's probably that one. The position he plays, how bad he's been. Contract is eating up a lot of money of cap space. Be a tough one. Um, all right. So we've done 52 minutes. This is uh, longer than I thought. Uh, yeah. Dry has a couple of years left too. I, I would assume that there would be a extension in there. If you did in the off season, I think he could sign an extension. So, um, thank you for everyone that's done some comments here. This has made my life a little easier. I don't mind this. This is just like sitting at, uh, at a Quebec tavern shooting the shit maybe sitting at the brass with my buddies or local heroes with my buddies uh, after a game of hockey and, and just talking about uh, the Sens and, and the NHL. And there's nothing better than that. Uh, do I have plans to get into NHL at some point? Um, so I do mortgages for anyone that's been listening. You need a mortgage renewal purchase, reach out jmurraykeyrate.com. Uh, a little plug for myself, but yeah, I, I, I didn't think I realized how much I missed it. I was super young when I was doing it. Um, I needed to go learn about life a little more. Um, I think I would be a much better scout. I think I understood talent and now I understand more what talent plays. Um, I didn't get to talk to players really. I was just, you know, five, six years older than them. The guys were drafting. So, and I think that goes into a lot of it, uh, finding out who these guys are. Like anything in life, if you're um, a nurse, a doctor, a uh, construction worker, uh, a bartender, there's there's better ones. And in every profession, there's better people and there's worse people. Um, and it's all about how much you want it. And uh, I think I just assumed a lot of players maybe at the time would naturally want to become a player. And, um, and I still, I go back and look at my list for the most part, I'm pretty happy, but uh, you know, the, the mistakes I made are, are thinking guys just want to become players. And I didn't get to talk to those players or really find out about them on the back end. So, so some I'm super happy with um, and some, you know, maybe not as much. Uh, yeah. Uh, so what I like to, what, what I'd like to get back in hockey hundred uh, percent. I think that's something down the road I, I would be interested in. And, and I 
until I started doing this, it's not something I really thought about, but I, I love it. Um, I really do. I like talking. Uh, I love talking hockey and I love talking the game. I love, I love like organizational structure and, and, and cause that's what I grew up in, you know, scouts, but also, you know, around a GM and assistant GM and, and them talking to agents and, and talking to, um, media, their coaches, all that. And, and like how an organization should run top to bottom. Um, I love that. I love it in soccer. I love it in baseball. I love it in, uh, football, even in a sense, uh, very different, but yeah. Um, so what I like to, yeah, my dad, <laughs> uh, he's hanging out in shovel. Um, he did it for what? 20 some years, 30 years, always on the road. Um, you know, every time I'd be at, anytime I bump into someone uh, from the league, they always ask and same old answer. He has some racehorses that he has. Um, some are good, some are bad. Uh, golfs, shout out to Renfrew Golf Course. Uh, golfs does some golf trips. Um, watches uh, BNN, I guess, Bloomberg now. So he's happy. He's happy. Um did I think he was too young at one point to leave the game? Sure. Did he have offers? 100%. Lots of offers. But he's happy. And at the end of the day, that's all that really matters. Um, right? So uh, so he's good. Um, any players that have surprised you this year around the league? Anyone I'm disappointed with? I mean, Quinn Hughes has been on a mission. Um, I guess you, you knew he had that ability. But... Uh, it's 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 good to see it happen. It, he's he's I I say it you know my buddy Chad likes to say he's a treat to watch uh, about players that are good and and that's that's where I'm at. Um, you know, Sam Reinhart, Tim Murray guy, been a star this year. Um, and and obviously there's been players better, but right, it's just talking about guys that have re really been good. Um, Kyle Connor always ceases to amaze me. Um, Brandon Hagel, just kind of scrolling through the list. When I see these guys play, they're, they've been good. Um, Chris Kreider seems to just do it, do it, do it. Trevor Moore is a guy that I have in fantasy hockey. and <laughs> he's, He just seems to find a way. So um, obviously on a good team. But it's funny, you look at the Leafs and some of the guys they trade away, you know, you, you, I think they wish they had those guys. Um, but that that's okay. Like, it's going to happen in this league. You're gonna make some good trades. You're gonna make some bad trades. So, um, but it's funny if you if you put some guys that the Leafs had back into their lineup, took away the guys that they're traded for. That's probably not even on their team or whatever. Uh, you know, they might be pretty happy with their roster, which which leads to believe like maybe sometimes don't rush things. Um, I, I I get the the windows open, so you want to go, but I think you got to be very 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 sure if you're making a a good trade. Uh, if you're making a trade, um, that that they would be really but you need to be sure you need to be sure the contract needs to be very good um yeah okay i'll do do you think truba has nudes of gary batman uh it's kind of how the rules are and there's i don't think you could do a fine higher than that or much higher than that so fortunately that's where it's at uh do the rangers do the Rangers get a little extra because they're the New York Rangers? Maybe. Maybe they do. But um, they're a big market team, unfortunately. So that's sometimes life. 
Uh, <laughs> hoping he'd be the next GM here. I don't think he's uh, interested in that. I don't think any they'll be reaching out to him for that. But I always would say as a consultant, I think there'd be no better man because I think he would tell you what others will not tell you. And I think that goes a long way in the game. When you have someone um, questioning you on what you're doing, I think that leads to better decisions, if that makes sense. Him and Brian were a good team. Him and Brian were a great team. So, um, yeah, 12.59. This has been good. Thank you for understanding on this. Um, yeah, we'll just kind of roll with it. I hope everything gets better with Simmer and his family. Um, I, please, please give us a like on YouTube or Facebook. Hit the subscribe button. It really goes a long way. We're building here, but uh, we can always kind of keep keep pushing and keep pushing. So if you can do that, that would be awesome. Really help our podcast grow. We're going to con- continue to try and bring you uh, good insight from the league, from two guys that have kind of been there, Sean more so than me. Um, I was lucky enough to be around the game. So um, just kind of, you know, say how I feel about things from the outside. Um, but but looking forward, I think the Sens have a lot of good people, a lot of good scouts, a lot of good management with what's there right now. Um, I think uh, Bonus does a good job. Um, you know, in the office, there's a bunch of good, good people. So um, I think it's only up from here. Um, don't, don't, uh, don't get too down. Um, I think there's good days ahead. So, uh, let's get a win tonight. Um, will be a good game. will be a really good game. Florida is a good team. Maybe it might be the right to set them, uh, set them straight. So thank you to everyone live from the Pentos. I am out. See ya. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast Simmer Down with John Simpson on YouTube, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.